Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to address the benefit of sitting with your anxious feelings. I know this is the last thing that you want to hear is that I want you to be with the discomfort of anxiety, but this is your ticket out. Distraction, of course, we all need to distract here and there. That's part of getting through life, but as a habit, no, not a good plan. Running away, not a good plan, not for the long term. Many of these things that helped us in the short run are causing us more problems in the long run. And so now that you have more information and you are maybe stronger in your understanding of what anxiety is and that there isn't something dreadfully wrong with you and that you're never going to be better, that you have the space to be able to understand, okay, yeah, I can do this. I, I have to I have to maybe be with some of these feelings. I don't have to run away. I don't have to find an immediate cure and I can do this. You know, whether it's the uh, physical sensations, the intrusive thoughts, the fear arises, or the emotions that we want so much to avoid. And these can send the best of us running to get away or to distract. But that is not the way out. That is why your anxiety continues. Sit with that for a moment. Feel that, that behavior that probably did serve you at some point. At some point, you needed to distract and you felt better because you got that immediate relief. And then that becomes our default. We're just constantly distracting. We're not sitting with our anxious feelings. And the same with running away. We can't keep avoiding everything. Our world will just keep getting smaller and smaller. And that is not what our goal is. Our goal is to be able to deal with this. And you can. What if we could tolerate better those unpleasant thoughts, feelings, and sensations? Why, you might ask, when all of the messages we receive are that we should feel good all the time, (laughs) everything in the world is telling us, you should feel good, why would I want to sit with 
unpleasant thoughts and feelings and sensations. What good would that do? Think of all the message that tell you to do this, to buy this or that, or to go here or there, and you will feel better. Your life will be better. You will be magnificent. We do spend a lot of resources, time, and energy chasing feeling good. I want you to consider the value in being with what is, be it pain or any distress or a good feeling or a wonderful day. Being with what is, not having to turn everything into a holiday or a birthday party. Some we used to say that in um, when I dealt with people who were having struggles with overeating. Every meal doesn't have to be a birthday party. We can sometimes just eat for nourishment, and sometimes we can just live our lives to do the right thing because it's the right thing. Not for a big applause, not for a gold star. We just do the right thing because it's the right thing for the long run. Another thing to consider is when we are trying too hard and we can be going in the wrong direction, right? We're trying too hard. This is digging our heels in, white knuckling it, and we're going in the wrong direction. And we pay a hefty price for chasing feeling good. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I got a couple of notes here of some ways that we are paying the price for chasing this elusive feeling good. The first one is the constant trying to feel better keeps us on guard, which leads to tension 
as we try to avoid and we find ourselves being hypervigilant. This wanting to feel good all the time or chasing feeling better adds stress. It adds tension to our lives. And then we find ourselves being hypervigilant, which is a horrible feeling. And it can be a habit. The second one is that we will inadvertently bury our feelings when we insist on feeling good. What does that mean? That means that we will bury our sadness. We will bury our anger. Depending on what kind of personality style you have, will be different on what you will bury, but we inadvertently bury our feelings when we insist that we must feel good. And this leads us to have many things we refuse to talk about or to even think about setting up triggers we must avoid at all costs. Again, then we are on guard again. We have to avoid the triggers because we have things that are buried deep inside of us. We're not going to go to the sad place. We're not going to go to the angry place. So we refuse to talk about certain subjects or even think about certain subjects because those triggers will set us into looking at those buried emotions. And once we are avoiding like that, that too becomes the habit and we never ever uncover those buried emotions which are meant to be a part of us we have the whole full catastrophe of emotions as as a human being another one i jotted down is avoiding all things distressful or uncomfortable keeps us away from feeling our feelings and if we cannot feel our pain we cannot with empathy and compassion, feel another's pain. This in turn keeps us from connecting with others and yearning for the closeness that is lacking in our lives. We often don't know why we feel disconnected from people and yearn for something that we can't put our finger on, but it can often be because we cannot feel our own pain and our own suffering. It's okay to go there. You can handle it. And the other one I have jotted down is we are missing life's messages when we push the discomfort and pain away without examination. This leads us to places we need to change, to do something differently, or let go of some dream that is not serving us. The discomfort is sending us a message. And when we push the discomfort and the pain away without examination, without digging into what's going on, we never end up changing. We just live by rote. It's day after day, Groundhog Day, because we will not examine, perhaps, what some of this discomfort and pain may be about. Can you see places where you may always be on guard or hypervigilant? Have you noticed hypervigilance leading you to be easily triggered when difficult or painful emotions or situations arise? Are there relationships that suffer due to your trying so hard to avoid distress? Have you ever missed important information due to your desire to sidestep painful thoughts, 
feelings, or emotions? These are good questions to ask ourselves. Good questions, as usual, to take to your journal. I know you guys have often heard me say to be with what is or to sit with the feelings, right? And you have to have wondered why. (laughs) Maybe you have. I want you to see that by learning to tolerate a bit more distress, you will be moving in the direction of where you want to be with your anxiety. And I'm sure that means with a lot less of it. And actually away from panic. Being able to tolerate distress builds your ability to be with and not need to distract, to run, or to bury what is, what's right in front of us, what's happening. Instead, you'll learn what you need to do to know and remember that you can actually, you really can be with what is, and you don't crumble but we don't even venture there when we're anxious. We just stay away. We avoid, we bury, we won't go there because we're so afraid that we will crumble. And I'm here to tell you, you will not. The crumbling is happening when you are conjuring up more and more what-ifs, more and more fear. This being with or sitting with distress is not easy. I don't pretend that it's easy. And I know that if it were easy, you wouldn't be listening to this episode. You wouldn't be here at all. Because if it were easy, you would be doing it. Acknowledge you are doing a difficult task when you shift, when you decide to sit with, to shift and not avoid or bury. But you are on your way out and that you can do this. Please remind yourself of this. As difficult as it feels, say to yourself, but I'm on my way out and I know I can do this. So I have a couple things that would be good for you to try to add to your toolbox as it is. Be curious about thoughts, feelings, sensations, and emotions that arise before you move into any old habit reactions. This is a practice and not a one and done, but you get stronger as with any practice the more you do it. This is building up your distress muscles. You are getting stronger and you will be able to lift more distress weight without hurting yourself, without getting anxious, without running toward the wormhole, because you can handle it. But we have boxed ourselves into a little tiny corner where everything outside of that little area triggers us. We don't need to live like that. We are much stronger than that. So I want you to be curious about the thoughts, feelings, sensations, and emotions instead of reacting. This will take practice and you're not going to catch it every time. So don't be hard on yourself. Just do the best you can. You will get better with more practice. The next thing I want you to do is to remind yourself that changing how you deal with this distress will begin to turn this big ship around. You'll start heading in a different direction with your reactions and your behaviors. This is how you get a different outcome. You don't get a different outcome by doing one thing one time. 
You don't get a different outcome from running away in a new way or hiding in a new way or burying new emotions. You get a different outcome by going in a different direction. And this anxiety panic is a huge ship and it takes a lot of effort to turn it around. So be kind to yourself. Another thing I want you to do is to make a note to yourself stating that avoiding distress, whether it be thoughts, feelings, or situations, actually causes you more problems and pain. In other words, it creates more of what you are trying to get away from. We all need reminders when we are in the thick of anxiety or panic or distress We need something to remind us. So put notes around, put them on your phone or your computer, sticky notes on your fridge, whatever will work for you. Remind yourself that avoiding the distress is causing you more problems and pain. It is taking you closer to the wormhole, not further away from it. There's so many things that we feel like we need to change. Don't feel like you need to do everything all at once. All of these episodes, all of these tools in our toolbox are there for taking as you see fit. There's a point where we drop these things because we have found a way to incorporate the important ones for us into our regular daily life. New things have become our default. Our ship has begun to turn around, and we don't need to focus on any of this so much anymore. But if you need to add some things, try these ideas on for size. See what ones work for you. Drop the ones that don't. And let me know how you're doing. I'd love to hear from you. Podcast at gmail.com. And now for today's quote. Slow breathing is like an anchor in the midst of an emotional storm. The anchor won't make the storm go away, but it will hold you steady until it passes. And that's from Russ Harris. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then... Be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.